0: a new era in podcasting with Unfiltered Studios. Ready to break free from the ordinary? Dive into a world where authenticity meets innovation. Our network isn't just about podcasts. It's a revolution. From nostalgia to movies, sports to self-improvement, find your favorite podcast in an array of diverse shows. Only at Unfiltered Studios. In the movement subscribe to unfiltered studios today and join the podcasting revolution unfiltered studios where every voice finds its place visit unfpod.com today to find your favorite show unfiltered studios will help you press record Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning that God has decided to bless us in. Won't you go ahead and give him some praise with me right where you're standing, right where you're sitting, right where you're laying on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for the very breath that you have breathed into our bodies on this day, Father God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for every gift that you have bestowed upon us this day, Father God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Heavenly Father, we know that you're able to do all things, Father God, and without you, Heavenly Father, we know that it will be no us, oh Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, as we embark on this day today, Father God, let our eyes, our mind, our heart, stay steadfast on your word, oh Heavenly Father. Let us call out to you on this day, Father God for anything that we need, Father God. Heavenly Father, as we go forth through this day, Father God, let us yield a hundredfold return and anything that we on this day, Father God. Heavenly Father, we know that you're able to do all things because you do go before us, Heavenly Father, and prepare a table in the presence of our enemies and anoint our heads with oil, oh Heavenly Father. And we just bless your name this morning, on this very day, Father God, that you decided to breathe your breath into our bodies, Father God. We thank you for every working organ, every moving limb and every beating heart father god we thank you for the fellowship this morning oh heavenly father those that have ears let them hear oh father god in jesus name we pray this morning amen and amen guys i know i know i am early i'm on fire this morning i am on fire this morning i am early. Uh, We got a busy week over here in my household, so I'm going to try to pop these things out early this week. I'm going to try to get the reading of the word out early, no later than 11, but this morning I was up. At 4.30 this morning, meditating on God's word, manifesting some things and just praising him for waking me up this morning, starting me on my way, removing obstacles. Sometimes we gotta thank God for removing obstacles. And I said sometimes, but we gotta change our language as well. Your girl over here working on changing her language changing the way that she speaks things into an existence. So on this day, guys, we left off last Friday, right before they started dividing the spoils. And I know this is early for some of you guys. You'll be able to catch the recap of what we're about to talk about on this day. So, We're gonna head on over to Numbers chapter 31, and we're gonna start at verse 25. And it goes a little bit like this. The Lord said to Moses, you and Eliezer, the priests and the family heads of the community are to count all the people and animals that are captured. Divide the spoils equally between the soldiers who took part in the battle and the rest of the community. From the soldiers who fought in the battle, set aside as a tribute for the Lord, one out of every 500, whether people, cattle, donkey, or sheep. Take this tribute from their half share and give it to Eliezer the priest as the Lord's part. From Israel's half selected out of one of every 50, whether people, cattle, donkey, sheep, or other animals. Give them to the Levites who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eliezer the priest did as the Lord commanded. The plunder remaining from the spoils of the soldiers took was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkey and 32,000 women who had never slept with a man. The half share of those who fought in the battle was 337,500 sheep, of which the tribute for the Lord was 675, 36,000 cattle, of which the tribute of the Lord was seventy-two. Thirty thousand five hundred donkey, of which the tribute for the Lord was sixty one. Sixteen thousand people, of whom the tribute of the Lord was thirty two. Moses gave the tribute to Eleazar the priest, as the Lord, as the Lord's part, as the Lord commanded Moses. The half belonging to the Israelites, which Moses set aside from that of the fighting men, the community half was 337,500 sheep, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkey, and 16,000 people. From the Israelites half, Moses selected one out of every 50 people and animals as the Lord commanded him and gave them to the Levites, who were responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. Then the the officers who were with, then the officer who were over the units of the army, the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds, went to Moses and said to him, your servants have counted the soldiers under our command, and not one is missing. So we have brought as an offering to the Lord gold articles of each of us have required acquired armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, necklaces to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Moses and Eliezer the priest accepted from the gold all the crafted articles, all the gold from the commanders of the thousands and the commanders of hundreds of that Moses and Eliezer presented as gifts to the Lord weighed about 16,750 shekels. Each soldier had taken plunder for himself. Moses and Eliezer the priests, accepted the gold from the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds and brought into the tent of the meeting as a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord. Now, guys, I know you remember us talking about um, the spoils and uh, how God had said he would take for himself a portion, which was the Levites. Then he turned around and gave the Levites his portion of anything that was uh, offered to him. So you guys, I know you remember us talking about that back in the earlier part of Numbers and Leviticus. Um, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on because the next couple verses talks about uh, the Trans Jordan tribe. It also goes on to talk about the stages of Israel's journey. And then it talks about the boundaries of Canaan. And I'm going to move right along for you guys over to Joshua. I've gotten you where I needed to be at this point from Numbers on over I skipped Deuteronomy and I'll tell you why I skipped Deuteronomy Deuteronomy it does offer us a lot of insight it talks about uh, the command to leave Horb. it talks about the appointment of the leaders the spies that are sent out it also talks about the rebellion against the Lord the wandering in the wilderness but I wanted to go on over to Joshua for time's sake of moving right along where I want to be um, in God's word, I had decided to go ahead on and read that for myself, and I encourage you guys to read that for yourself. For Tom's sake, and because this is only a 30-minute podcast, I thought maybe that would be a good read for you guys to read at bedtime, perhaps, or your own time. Uh, Head on over to um, Deuteronomy and make that your bedtime read. Uh, A lot of it is self-explanatory. A lot of it revisits sometimes some of the things that we've already went over. Um, I just thought that I wanted to get to Joshua. I thought that I wanted to, we've already talked about Moses not being able to go over into the land of Canaan, the land of milk and honey that God had promised to his people. But we also talked about Moses commissioning God to um, appoint a leader. When the Lord told Moses he could not go because of what him and Aaron did in Meribah that he would take him to the highest mountain and he let him look over into the land of milk and honey. Canaan. Moses uh, asked the God asked God to appoint a leader, which was Joshua. And I wanted to go ahead and I wanted to read the introductory to Joshua this morning. Like I said, I'd encourage you guys to read Deuteronomy, but, uh, I thought about it, I prayed about it. As I was going over my weekend, I read into it, I read it out of my commentary, and I just thought for me, for the sake of time, of where I want to be in God's word, um, that I would skip Deuteronomy and go over to Joshua. But by all means, if you have not ever read it, I have please feel free to make this your bedtime read. Please feel free to make this a chapter that you read when you do have some free time. So let's go to be, uh, Joshua and let's read the introductory to Joshua. Now I'm going to read it out of my NIV this morning, Joshua, had been chosen and appointed by God just before Moses' death to be Israel's leader. This book uses his name as its title because Joshua is the leading character. The book of Joshua is the story of both Joshua and Israel as they, with God's help, conquer the promised land, Canaan. The people miraculously cross the Jordan River and conquer the town of Jericho. Then with God's help again, they quickly took possession of all the main areas in Canaan. Before Joshua dies, he reminds the people of God's covenant and promises to them. He instructs the people to keep on loving and obeying God. Publicly, he spoke of his own willingness to serve God when he said, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And I know you guys have heard that saying, as for me and my household, I will serve the Lord or we will serve the Lord. And that is a personal choice. I was discussing that with someone over the weekend. um, And we were talking about uh, our upbringing and baptism and Easter coming up and letting our children discover the love of God. And we just got to fellowship about it. The Bible tells us to train our children up in the way that they should go, which means if we are believers of our Heavenly Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that is the way that we're supposed to train our children up. But as we know, Jesus Christ made the decision at twelve years old, and that start stand firm and true in some families on today. Um, our nation is at a point where we are our young people don't know Christ like we know Christ, especially us faith. Faith believers, and we have some of our seasoned ones that have lost their way too. I think we are at a point where we can't be pushy, but we have got to teach and preach the love of Jesus Christ. Being a Christian is all about the love of Jesus Christ. Having having um, having the compassion to love one another, no matter what the other looks like, no matter what the other skin type is about, and as well as training up our family. I was having the conversation and I said, you know, I consider my family just like the people in the Old Testament, the Israelites, my tribe, my family name. And it is my duty and my responsibility to tell my brothers and my sisters and my children about the love of God if they don't know it. However, not in opposition. My Bible also tells me that don't be pushy. We're to talk about the love of God out of love because that is what it is. And let that person's choice but be their choice but it does not stop us from telling people how good our heavenly father is to us each and every day when he breathes his breath into our body. My mother used to say that all the time. She used to talk about how it was her job to tell me about the love of Jesus Christ. She used to talk about after she told me it was up to me what I did with that information. And most of you that followed my show uh prior to us coming to the YouTube channel and the Facebook Lives, those of you that followed my podcast know that, you know, I told you guys that I used to tell my mother, um, mom, not right now. I don't think I'm ready quite ready right now, but I do know God. I do know the love of God. I do know what his expectations of me are. But back then I was being very disobedient. And I think all of us get to a point where we start to want to change some things in our life, just like I did when I came back and asked my Heavenly Father to wash me of my sins, to change my ways to forgive me. And we're not perfect. We're not perfect in doing this. But little breadcrumbs, a little bit day by day, week by week, hour by hour, minute by minute, you start to form a relationship with Christ. And I think sometimes we overthink that as people. Just because you pick up your word and give God some time does not make you into what society has deemed our religion or our Christianity is. It just makes you a person that wants to make Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior, your friend. You want to get to know what it is he wants you to do. So as we journey into Joshua, I did, however, want to go back and I wanted to give a recap of Deuteronomy. I just didn't want to skip all the way over and come out of numbers and not give a small snippet of what you're going to find out about Deuteronomy because it is about getting to know our Lord and Savior, and just like we said in Numbers, a lot of numbers, especially when it came to the offerings, were reminders from God that he had already implemented chapters back. I felt, and this is just my personal opinion, I know that there's some other things that we can get out of Deuteronomy. I just felt for myself, I had already read it, it's a little bit more repetitious, but there are some things that goes on in Deuteronomy that you guys don't know. That's why I encourage you to read it for yourself, but we're going to go over to my commentary. And my commentary tells me that the book of Deuteronomy is a testifying book. It's recorded words that were spoken by Moses. Moreover, later Biblical books quotes from Deuteronomy and attributes the words of Moses. And it tells me to see uh, Matthew 19, 7, Acts 3, 22, and Romans 10, 19. And it tells me also, surely, the final editor added some things, but like the accounts of Moses' death in Deuteronomy 34 5 12. But let's say, but since Moses was Israel's God appointed leader who wrote things down at God's command, we have no reason to doubt the, tr- the, the traditional Jewish and Christian position that Moses is the author of this book. And that is what my commentary tells me. Now, we're not gonna be able to get through all of it today, but I do wanna lay just a foundation of what you're gonna be looking at when you do get into Deuteronomy. It says, Deuteronomy spotlights, lands on Moses, but not for his sake. He was speaking on the Lord's behalf as Israel's lawgivers and leaders. the man whom the Lord had liberated His people and revealed His covenant. When the people sinned against the Lord, Moses burned with righteousness, indignation, and zealous for God's holiness. When the Lord threatened Israel with destruction for their sins, Moses interceded for them. He led the people of Israel for 40 years, never shrinking back from delivering God's message to them. And here, as he faces in the ends of his life, the words of Moses spoke to all of Israel were once again everything that the Lord had commanded him to say to them Moses begins to explain God's law to the people this is a review and we ask ourselves why is it necessary and my commentary says why was the review necessary one reason is the sad historical lit up to his message years before the Israelites had received God's law and departed departed from Mount Sinai and arrived at Kadesh. From there, they were supposed to enter the promised land and conquer it, but it was now the 40th year since that day at Kadesh. And the people had rebelled against the Lord and refused to enter the land. Therefore, God had decreed that everyone from Moses' generation who was 20 years or older would die in the wilderness for failing to trust him. So Deuteronomy opens up with a new generation, guys. A new generation of Israelites Standing at the edge of the promised land. This time at Moab. So guys, be sure to go on over and check out Deuteronomy. Read this in your spare time. But for time's sake, and I don't know if we will be able to get through the entire Bible (laughs) this year. I was thinking about that this weekend as well. But you know what? Whatever God commands, whatever his will be done, then that's what I intend to do. So we're going to head over to Joshua on Wednesday of this week. And we're going to start there. We're going to start there. But please, please uh, give Deuteronomy a read in your spare time. We'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. We're still figuring out this time thing. But what I will say is, like everything, things take time to be comfortable. Things take time to um, rearrange. And with going live and not just keeping it on my hosting platform, uh, I was dibbling and dabbling a little bit with going live in my Facebook group and my Facebook page. And I have come to the decision that uh, I wanted to keep it strictly on YouTube. I want it to be for the ones that want to hear God's word. I do not want it to be out there for fashion or show or to impress anyone. And I think sometimes when we dibble and dabble in social media, it can become a little wonky, especially with the people that don't know. So, therefore, I decided Mondays and Wednesdays, we will do the reading of God's word over on our YouTube page. Those of you that want to partake, please feel free to come on over and partake. On Fridays, when we have guests and testimonial guests, we will have them on Facebook Live for someone that wants to hear the testimony. But for the reading of the word, I think I wanna keep it over here on this channel um, just for the sake of, you know, it can get a little bit, it can get a little bit sticky when you're doing Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives. And I'm not doing this for the chaos of reading God's Word. I'm doing this so that we can grow together as people. And if you've never read read God's Word, then maybe this is something that could help you through your day. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe you're listening on your way to work or whatever the case may be. And I wanna be able to honor my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't want to be like anyone else. He said in his word, we are particular people. We are particular people. And I will not have anyone or myself make a mockery out of reading the reading of the word. This is a personal choice to read the word live to you guys. And I'm finding that sometimes social media can be a little bit sticky. So I hope you guys will come on over to the YouTube channel if you're listening by audio. And this is a later time. Um, I do know that I have a lot of you guys still listen on Spotify and Apple and over on Good Pods. And I thank you. Thank you for your support. But for those of you that are new to the channel, we will not be going on the Facebook live anymore now we may do the god's plan group on fridays with guests but that's just a personal choice of mine thank you guys so much for listening this morning to the show as we begin to move in the book of joshua guys i am so excited about the journey that god has taken us on peace and blessings to you all don't forget today if you can't do anything else for your fellow brothers Give someone a kind word, but a hot meal goes a very, very long way. Tell them about the love of God. Love on your neighbor. Love on your friend. Love on that family member today. It's about love, God's love. Peace and blessings to you all. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.